Welcome back to another episode of Extreme Voltage. My name is D. Melconian, and we appreciate you joining us once again, talking everything Chargers football. Just want to acknowledge many of you that's been listening to us all across the nation. We have a huge Charger following, which I love. Specifically abroad, we have Italy, France, Australia, the UK, and Chile. I appreciate all you folks listening to us. Makes a huge impact. We're continuing to analyze the Chargers defense for 2020. We broke up the DBs last week, and now we're going to hit on the dominating D-line. And I tell you from last week, how exciting is this defense looking for the Chargers? Dominatingly awesome. Now, I want to talk about the D-line in a number of aspects. Let's break down each player first, and let me talk about what we're looking at and our base package, our nickel and dime. Uh, this is definitely an improved, improved line. Uh, before I even get into the numbers, do you remember 2019 uh, at the postseason? We went in there after our awesome 2018 season. We had a great game against Baltimore, and then we went up against the Patriots, and we got run on big time. Our D-line got demolished, and it just attacked the rest of the defense in such a negative light. That defensive line became the weakness in the playoffs. And I think based on that playoff game, uh, the new impact was let's go to make this D-line better, not on our ends, but specifically inside. That's where you got to have the rush coming in, the base stopping it, and we didn't have that specifically against that Patriot game, and it just literally took away our advantage of being a dominating defensive line. So hopefully with some new additions and some uh, breakdowns I'll, I'll provide you today, you'll see how this team has gotten better and hopefully will be a more impactful postseason play this year. Starting up with Joey Bosa. Uh, number 97, Joey Bosa, switching his number this year. All he's done since he's been a Charger in 2016 is been the Defensive Rookie of the Year, two-time Pro Bowler. In 51 games he's played at so far, he's had 40 sacks. This man is a sack machine. But don't worry, he's not a one-dimensional player. The man can also stop the run. You've seen him do it. He likes to break in there in that backfield and break it up. 18 tackles for losses last year, 11 and a half sacks last year, 67 combined tackles, 31 quarterback hits. I'm going to tell you right now, those QB hits, I know it doesn't sound sexy to you. It's not a sack. It's not a tackle. But those QB hits are going to be tough. I tell you, if you're a quarterback in the NFL, you don't want to get hit. And you know what else? You don't want to get hit a lot in the games. That's the deal. The more you get hit the more you're going to be out of your game. Some guys can take it, and they love to play it. Hey, we saw Phillip Rivers do it. We've seen Big Ben can do it. But people don't like to get hit. Trust me, that takes their, their timing out of the game. It starts, uh, you start seeing ghosts. You know, we saw Sam Darnold talking about ghosts. That's because he's been getting hit, and you start imagining players hitting you, even though when it's not happening, because you felt so much pain coming at you. Those QB hits I love, that means you're actively going after that quarterback, Joey Bosa. He is the man on the line, and we love to have him. Uh, Fifth-year option. This year, like I said, 14.3 getting paid. Looking forward to get that contract done. Hoping to lock him up for the next five years. Would be nice. Melvin Ingram on the flip side. Hey, what do you want to say? Mel Ingram, since 2012, has been the guy on this team. Uh, 74.7 PFF rating. By the way, uh, Bosa, failed to mention, had an 89.6 PFF rating last year. Uh, Melvin's just underneath that. Uh, the guy's great. 13 games played last year, 7 sacks, 48 combined tackles, 11 tackles for losses, and guess what? He's had 12 quarterback hits. The guy's a monster. 
Uh, he is a great player on this Charger team. It's his last year on the contract. $14 million once again for him. Uh, that's going to be a big diff. What's going to happen this year after Bosa gets paid that long-term extension? You might be seeing the end of Melvin Ingram as a Charger player. Sad to see it. Three-time Pro Bowler, eighth year in the league. But there's only going to be so much money to be spread about. And I think it might be tough for Melvin to continue after 2020 as a Charger. But I, I love I love the duo we have with Melvin and Joey. I think it's going to be a lot of dominating play once again this year. Okay, so we got to ends, right? Um, let me talk about what's happening in the middle and why I'm so excited about this. Justin Jones was a draft pick a couple of years back. 6'3", 309, big boy. Chargers love him. Uh, as a third-round draft pick, he's been just really getting the experience in there the last couple of years. He's starting this year, and he should make a strong impact. He's got a big body, like I said, and that like six-foot frame, 300-pound frame that's going to be coming in. That's going to be a good situation for him. He'll be manning the left side of that defensive line. And uh, rating on him last year was only a 59.2. Uh, 30 tackles, two tackles for losses, and three quarterback hits. Uh, Next to him is going to be our newly picked up free agent from the Minnesota Vikings, and that is Linval Joseph. At 69.5 PFF rating, he had three sacks last year, 44 combined tackles, six tackles for losses, and six QB hits. Now listen, don't make a big stink about how many sacks and tackles you're getting inside. That's not what it's for. You guys know this. The big boys inside are not going to get those kind of stats. You're not seeing the Aaron Donald type of crazy stats you'd get. That Aaron Donald a special, special player for the Rams. These defensive tackles are doing their job. They're clogging up that middle. They are the wall for that defense. And by them tying up one or two offensive players, a center, a guard, a tackle, you know what's happening? Those linebackers, which we're going to talk about on our next podcast, those linebackers are flying into open spots and knocking out players and taking those uh, running backs out and getting in some nice blitzes and really making an impact on the defense. That's what the big boys do. You're not going to come in and score a bunch of ratings on, oh, look how many sacks I got. These big boys are doing the dirtiest work on the line, and that's why they they get paid the big bucks because it's, it's a beat down down there. It is a fight every single play, okay? They are in a knockout, drag-out, knuckle busters on every single play. And look, I love the fact we got Linvel Joseph. He's a big boy at 6'4", 330. You're putting that beef out there along with Justin Jones. Now you've got some good duo of, of defensive interior linemen that's really going to make some impact for you folks. And with that, it's going to allow your ends to really uh, put, put their ears back and take it from the end spot and try to make that those sacks and, and TFLs across the board. So I'm excited about what we're seeing. Here's some substitution players that are coming in. I love Isaac Rochelle. I met Isaac Rochelle a couple of years back. Great kid. Uh, he has he does a great job on the outside as well. And I think you'll be seeing some some good rotational play for him coming in. He's had one sack, uh, 12 tackles last year, uh, one quarterback hit. He's 6'4", 280, had a rating of 51.7. Uh, does a really good job on that line and comes in and backs up Bosa and, and does really good, good, phenomenal work for him. I think he'll be a good roster, rosterable player uh, down the line as well. Um, Cortez Broughton, defense alignment from the year ago. Uh, big boy will come in, provide some depth as well, and uh, take some blows for, for the defensive lineman. Uh, one person I want to mention is, well, we, we just mentioned Melvin Ingram. 
Uh, Yuchene Nuosu is a USC player a couple of years back that was drafted, third-year player coming this year. Look, his measurables are identical to Melvin in regards to height, weight. He's 6'2", 250. Melvin's at 6'2", 247. Um, he is the heir apparent. Okay, I'm telling you right now, he is the heir apparent to Melvin once Ingram is done after 2020, and I don't see a new contract coming up, unfortunately. But he's the heir apparent. 31 combined tackles last year, two sacks, five tackles for losses, seven QB hits, 64.8 on the PFF cycle, and he is going to be a great backup. That's going to be you're going to see be seeing a lot more of him uh, during. Uh, the defensive play, they got to get him more involved. And there's a number of ways they can do that. Because once they go into a nickel package, our Chargers do, uh, that's when a lot of changes occur. Because once you're in that nickel or dime, then you can see Nwasu coming in as a right defensive end, pushing Ingram down to the right defensive tackle spot. And that way you'll see Ingram pushing down to the three technique on that D-line. Then you'll see Justin Jones on the uh, the left side still, along with Bosa. But now you're getting two pass rushers in Nwasu and Ingram playing that right side, coming at you with a lot of speed. Yeah, it'll give away a lot of the bulk inside with Linville Joseph uh, of leaving and getting that 300-plus pound body out of there. But because those are speed downs, those are third down plays with with plus yardage, meaning over seven yards and so forth, you're going to need that speed coming in. And that's what you'll see in Wasu tag up with Ingram and use that side. Uh, Otherwise, our our base defense we talked about again, um, it's going to be Ingram on the outside on the the right end, uh, Bosa on the left. Jones and uh, Joseph manning the right and left uh, tackle spots. So that's the deal in regards to our defensive linemen. I think there's a lot of excitement happening with those guys. I think specifically that Patriot game I mentioned in 2019, that was the backbreaker for us. It showed our weakness in the middle. It showed that if you're able to double team the outsiders, uh, edge defenders like Bosa and Ingram and Wasu, and take those cats out of the game, make it a fast-paced game, and throw the ball downfield without an interior rush or a line coming at you, you're going to succeed in beating this kind of defense. Uh, this can't happen again. The Chargers got better. They added Linville. Uh, Justin Jones is, is working hard at, at becoming that type of defensive dominating player. I think you're going to see a better D-line putting better pressure from all around, not the edge or the edges, but from the middle. Well, that's the worst thing that can happen to a quarterback. You get eaten up from inside. And I think that's going to be the impact this year. And that's what the Chargers have to do. That'll do it, folks. I appreciate you guys listening to us at Extreme Voltage. Just want to thank a few people. A special thanks goes out for our music provided by Kevin McLeod for Strength of the Titans and the Ice Giants. You can find Kevin at filmmusic.io. Want to thank Tyrell Mad Dog Wiggins across the glass for taking care of all our production today. Appreciate all your hard work. And thanks to our crack research team at Extreme Voltage for bringing out some great stats for us. Once again, I appreciate you listening to us. Tell your friends, Charger Nation, ExtremeVoltage.com. Find us on Instagram at Extreme Voltage Podcast. And also email me any questions you might have or contact me at ExtremeVoltage at gmail.com. Take care.